mean you're not going to bed tonight? Michael and I are going to indulge in an all-night orgy of sex and violence. If you are a teenager, you may not have heard of the term video nasty for gross-out films. Police have raided many video shops in the past months. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Welcome to back to a nasty podcast. Hello. Uh, we are talking about Nazis. We're mostly naked women in concentration camps. Fucking hell. The four. The four Nazi exploitation films that, that are, are all in the top thirty-nine. As well. They're all in the thirty-nine. Yeah. Um. What'd you call it? The Gestapo's last orgy, Love Camp Seven. SS experiment, experiment camp, yeah, and beast in heat. The beast in heat. Um, so I'm gonna fucking. What are we gonna start it on? Edwards. Uh, beast in. Oh, dude, love camp seven because I could go quickly. I guess. Alright. We all watched that and we all thought it was average. It was a. F- uh, but we give it credit because it was. It's regarded as the first. Yes. Like Nazi exploitation film. And possibly the first women in prison film. Yeah, technically that's what some articles say. So Yeah, okay. So there we, we give it a kudos for uh that And the irony of it is it's not even Italian, it's an American production. Yes. So. Yeah, fucking there you go. I kind of noticed that because I'm like, wait, this isn't dubbed. This is like yeah. perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's directed by Lee Frost, who's actually done like, you know, quite a, a bunch of um, yeah, he's got a exploitation um, films, um, including Dixie Dynamite with fucking um, Warren Oates. He also did Black Gestapo. Shit. Yes. Yeah, so um, yeah. Police woman and women. Sorry, and he also did the thing with two heads. Mm. <laughs> so he's got a little bit of a credit behind him. And he also did some movies that look fucking sick, like Chrome and Hot Leather and Chain Gang Women. Working yeah. on the chain gang. But I've seen Black the Starbird, so. The fun black exploitation movies. Yeah. He also did a, a Mondo film called Mondo Bizarro. Yeah. Ah. Um. So I like him. So the writer. Oh, and the Defilers. He directed the Defilers. The Defilers. The Defilers. <laughs> so the writer Bob Crease, Cressy, who also stars as a commandant. It's the main star and the writer of this film. Uh, what's the fucking plotline? Two female army agents go undercover at a Nazi prison camp to get information from a scientist being held there. Mm. And of course they get tortured. It's really just naked women. It's a like, lot of... It's like 90% of this, this film. Is, it's a 96-minute film and it's like 90 minutes naked women. Yeah. Uh, Kiri's not here because if he was here he'd just be saying tits. Tits. So much tits. And the bush. Did you see the... Oh my god, the bush. Bush Tucker. Yeah. 
I'd go, I'd go fucking walk about for that bush. <laughs> um, but yes, what was I saying? Yes, Kiri's not here. <laughs> so much. It, it's really yeah. It's it's a lot of tits, but a lot of boring tits. Like it's just oh yeah, just, nothing much happens. And yeah. everyone seems bored in the film as well. Like everyone involved just seems the, bored. The, the only one that's happy in the film is the dog at the start because he's going after the hose, not attacking the women. That women are in the hose. Yeah. He's like, oh water. <laughs> Which, which is um the greatest piece of cinema ever. Just a dog playing with a hose. I haven't seen that before in a film, to be honest. It's, uh, <laughs> and it's in a fucking Nazi film. So I'm like, it is. production value right there. Beautiful. It's it's an odd one, because if, if I didn't know this was a Nazi exploitation film, it feels like some sort of like great escape, like sort of B-grade sort of... And because, like I said, I had no idea this was, and then you know, you, you get quite a surprise because it just feels like a boring sort of standard war movie. But then, when the actual you know so-called torture happens, it does take you a bit off guard. But like Simon says, there's not much happening. It's just them sitting around, pretty bored. Yeah, um, yeah it's no, it's it's a pretty average film. Mm. In that regard. Oh yes, it is. Um. I think it's still banned in Britain. Uh, it was... So in 2002, it was resubmitted by the BBFC, or to the BBFC, refused a certificate with a statement as follows. The BBFC has refused a classification to the video Love Camp 7. is an exploitation film set in nasty love camp during the Second World War. The film contains numerous scenes of women prisoners being abused, tortured, and humiliated by their Nazi captors. Indeed, the whole pers- purpose of the work is to invite male viewers to relish the spectacle of naked women being humiliated for their titillation. titillation. Love Camp Second contains both eroticized depictions of sexual violence and repeated association of sex with restraint, pain, and humiliation. These sequ- sequences were in clear confrontation of the board's strict policy on depictions of sexual violence, which prohibits scenes that eroticize or endorse sexual assault. The possibility of cuts was considered, however, because the sexual violence runs throughout the, runs throughout the work, cutting was not considered to be a viable, viable option. <clears throat> so, really, there is so much sexual torture throughout the film that cutting the film down you would have like 15 minutes of nothing of nothing (laughs) probably a a good cut that I'd like to watch of it though if I was to rewatch it I I don't know I mean apart from the Mm. the wooden the pussy wood plank there's I don't know I mean that's probably the only scene that made me cringe a little but apart from that like I don't know it's pretty Tame for the most part. Yeah, it's very and that bit is very um medieval torture thing. But like, yeah, they do have her hanging up. Normally, you got like shackles at your feet or like metal Mm. way balls down at your feet, and that what brings you down. That's what puts you in half. half. But she's actually hanging, so I guess it's just the constant like grinding of the wood on your um labia. But um. (laughs) 
I think if you had a seen this in 1969 at the cinema, it, it would be definitely fucking offensive. Like, it, it would it's be. definitely... Yeah. It's definitely... Like, it doesn't really deserve its spot on the nasty list, but then if you really think about it, it's rape, it's Nazis. Ah, there you go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, and, and that's that's why I said it kind of looks and feels like a, a B-grade sort of adventure flick from the time, because there were you know, a ton of these sort of cheesy war movies, but then, yeah, you get this content, which um, would have really surprised audiences back then. It would have shocked them quite a bit. <laughs> Mm. Oh. Mm. So, I'm looking at these references, which is kind of funny. So, in uh, You Only Live Twice, The Dirty Dozen and Oliver, the title of this film is shown on a theatre marquee. In Oliver? Yeah. The musical? Oh, 1968. <laughs> but that's set in, like, Dickens era. Well, fuck if I know. So what, Oliver Twist and like the Artful Dodger are walking past the theatre and it's like, Love Camp 7. Fuck. Yeah, go see Love Camp 7. Yes, it's my favourite drama. We should sneak in. Hey, Art, yeah, Artful Dodger, that's what I do, sneak in the movies, it's my game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very odd. Oh, um, I was going to say, so this got released on Starbase Video. Apparently it was cut by 8 minutes. That's what the article says. Okay. Eight minutes by Starbase Video. Yep. There you go. I have not... I haven't actually seen a VHS. I need to see this Love Camp 7 Oliver thing, though. It's really yeah. hard. I feel like the fucking Nazi films on VHS would be the hardest ones to find. Yeah, not... there's an image on refuseclassification.com. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, typical Starbase, like, you know, tits all over the cover. Mm. Uh but it is apparently heavily cut by um, eight minutes. minutes. So I guess it's really desired as a star-based title, but the film is cut. And then, yeah, apparently it says in the article that you know, there was an uncut DVD, but I, I don't recall it being released, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, when I was collecting the nasties, I just, like, looking at the VHSs and all that and trying to find any, and it was just some you can find, but others I'm just like, how the fuck do I find, like... SS Experiment Camp on VHS. Like, who the fuck released that? Like, well, was, like... I wouldn't even know where to a go. A lot of... See, this is the thing. A lot of them VHS were released early. Mm. Or bootleg. Yeah. yeah. And that was pretty much it. Like, there was a huge market for them, like, mail-order tapes. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing Beast in Heat a fair bit at, like, Polyester. Or places like that. Okay. But, yeah, you're right. Like... Fuck, you'd never see him in a video shop. No. Except for, like, maybe... I remember one Martin Parr video shop I went to. They had Black Gestapo on Prestige. No. And they okay. also had a couple of other Nazi movies in the in the, in the war section. Okay. Yeah. But well, damn. Yeah, they just seem like that fucking... Oh, like, rarity, I suppose. But yes. But yeah, it's it's boring. I struggled with it. It is quite boring. Probably the best release to get would be the Blue Undy. Yeah. Blue yeah, Undy. I, I don't get Blue Underground. Like they, 
Bill Lustig must must like this film because he gave this is a premium release. Like mm. it's a full on four K restoration. It's got a booklet, ton of extras, like one of those fatty case ones. Like yeah, man. I don't know Too if it's dis- deserving of it. Like <laughs> it's probably just the notoriety behind it is why this film is not forgotten because yeah, yeah, right. Mm, it's really got nothing good going for it, you know. But credit it. Credit received where credit's due. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it did yeah. it did create the Nazi exploitation genre. And yes. yeah. the women in prison genre. Yeah. So yeah. it is a monument in of, of you know. Yeah. Um, but then I also must say if they didn't create it, someone else fucking would have. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, boring. What what kind of meal would I'd rate this? I would actually rate this like dry, like plain spaghetti, like no butter, no salt, no pepper, <laughs> no bolognese, just spaghetti, just a big bowl of pasta with nothing on it. There's Maybe like... some tits on it. Yeah, no, like it's a big bowl of like plain spaghetti served off. Some average tits. <laughs> <laughs> tits with like stretch marks. Yeah, just really average like, tits. Um, yeah. Ah, oh, fucking hell. I'm just like, what's a nudie dish? And it's like, nudie sushi, but my like, sushi's too good for this film. <laughs> Plain rice. <laughs> An actual seaweed from like the ocean. <laughs> Off a nipple that's like lightly lactating. That's my sounds alright. <laughs> so that's where like the rice sticks from the lactation. Oh yeah. What about you, John? Your review. Uh, yeah, I have, to, I have to agree with Simon, but this is like you know, two minute noodles, but you forget to put the sachet in. Whoa. It's just like yeah, <laughs> it's very very plain so shit. noodles. Would yeah, you say they're cooked perfectly, though? Because I would say the pasta is cooked beautifully. Yeah, same with the two-minute noodles, spot on. But you forget to put the flavouring in. It's just, like, very bland. Yeah. But, but you know, a landmark of bland noodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like when they were first made, these noodles, these are perfect, but something's missing. Yeah, it's like when they invented them. <laughs> the first of its kind. The first of its kind. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, that was quick and lovely. Mm. Done yeah. and done. Done. <laughs> We've got four films tonight, so fucking... <laughs> now, should we do Gestapo's because it's quite fresh in our mind, or... Yeah? Yeah. Gestapo's, which is my favourite of them Geppetto's all. Geppetto's Last Orgy. Geppetto's Last Orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Fox, Blue Fairy, Pinocchio, <laughs> and that little cat and the goldfish. <laughs> Which is the highest rated one on IMDb by 4.3. See, this is funny because on Letterboxd, the highest rated is also this one. Yeah, it's a fan favourite. I'm telling you, we fucking... Based on three reviews, yeah. It's, um, it's got a good storyline. I love, I like the storyline, like, apart from the exploitation and craziness, I do like the... Prisoner and the Soldier. Yeah, this one, at least, this one at least has... Merit. Yeah, it has all the merit of 
been a decently made film. Mm. Yes. It, it, it's got some really good camera work, the scores on point. Remember we're the talking... acting is all fine. Yeah. Remember yeah. we were talking about when the, the, the cameras on the boat, um, go, um, you know, the girls on the boat, and there's another boat with the camera that's just going around that boat. It's really confusing. I'm making this confusing. So there's a camera on a boat and it's filming this chick on a boat. But, like, you don't really see, like... The waves. Of the, the waves of that yeah, boat. It's boat very... Movie. Yeah. Which is, um... Good, and we're just like, fuck, I wonder what speed they're going. We're, like, five knots. Did this director do anything of note? I'm so glad I dropped doing the, like, moments when tits are seen in the film. Because fucking Love Camp number seven would have taken me three hours to, to be watch. Like, 2.28, tits. 2.29, tits. Uh, he did a, in the Manuel film. A man for Manuel. Matalo, which is a western. Kill him. Who's the director? Kirby. Uh... Crece Canavari. Canavari, yeah. Uh, the Nude Princess and The Killing killing of the Flesh. Okay. It's true filler. Um, but, yeah, hasn't done a lot. A lot of Westerns. Mm. Yeah. So, a Jewish World War II survivor ris- visits the ruins of a hellish concentration camp, and the memories are still vivid. How did she escape the humiliation, the tortures, and the destruction of human flesh? How did she flee from Gestapo's last orgy? She fell in love. Well, not really. She just used him. Really. But did she? Nah, she did. (laughs) She used him for his power. There you go. The the direct translation of the Italian title is Last Orgy of the Third Reich. Which is actually a fucking cool name. With a great poster, too. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this, this is fucking... Because, like, you guys... When Nathan saw and watching, they, they were like... They forgot about the women that gets burnt on the table. Yep. And I'm just like, I wonder what's going to happen. They just poured human abortion flesh on her. Pour some cognac. Oh, fucking lighter on fire. I'm stew. <clears throat> and there was a rub and tug. You actually saw a quick yeah, shot of a rub and tug. Yeah. Which was our uh, fun. Uh, fucking... Yeah, at the start is fucking crazy. Even was it when... When they're getting the women off the truck. I think one of the soldiers beats the child or the woman... Yeah. Yeah, just with a, a gun. Yeah, the butt of the gun. Yeah. You don't see it, but, like, it kind of yeah, just seems really angry and, like... It's like, okay. Even, like, having the pregnant woman in the chamber and you see, like, the fire come out is pretty intense. Yeah, it's no remorse still. No, like, it just literally, like, throws it at you and, like... And you can't... If As bad as it is, it's, like, sometimes just, like, well, that's probably what happened. Like, to be honest, they probably saw a pregnant Jewish woman and just shot her right then and there. Yeah. So, watching it, it's kind of like, well, fuck, that's probably half right. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
Yeah, that's true. So, yes. lovely leading actress who has perfect um, makeup throughout the concentration camp days. Perfect hair. <laughs> she looks very um, beautiful for a Jew, I must say. Her blonde hair, yes. Yes, yeah, no, no, right. Her, her very um, Jamaic like features. <laughs> I can't. I wouldn't even know fucking VHS on this release. Uh, yeah, I think this did have a VHS release. Um, it's probably Starbase or KNC. Yeah, well, it's early. Or like Recent. even Go Video or something like that. Um, so it would have definitely got a Dutch VHS. Uh, this. That That's one's the main UK one. cover. Yeah. With the yes. broken swastika that's bleeding. Well, yeah, apparently, so, this was meant to, well, Severin was meant to get this a Blu-ray, but they couldn't find the elements, so they put on Intervision DD. so, um, yeah, there's no masters for it, apparently, so, uh, mm. DVD is it's gonna get. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad, the DVD. I mean, there's fucking nothing wrong with it, to be honest. Yeah, that's fine. That's oh. the one I've got, the Intervision. Yeah. We didn't even watch the Intervision, though. We watched um, Nathan's... Is it that German releasing one, when they released a whole bunch of Nazi exploitations on that line? Yeah. can't remember what was that, that, that line called. Oh, German just Um, SS Camp Collection. Ah, okay. It's everything. It's just got, like, the top and the bottom... They just like metal piece and they got the three skulls on the top. But um I actually really do want to watch another movie directed by Sergio Garone, who um directed um Which one did oh, he did SS Experiment Camp. Mm. AKA SS Experiment Love Camp. But the next year he did SS Camp 5 Women's Hell, which everyone is saying is definitely one of the most offensive. So yeah, I do want to watch that one. Yes. Don't know where to get it, so. It would be on this fucking, was it, that SS Camp, that German releasing. Um... Fucking yeah, this film's brutal. I love it. Very brutal. It's I like it because <laughs> it's it's no bullshit and it has a lot of similarities to um what's probably influenced the plot from the Night Porter, which is a similar story about mm. a uh, you know a victim going back to her tormentor that had a relationship during the war. Um, but you know, obviously the. Night Porter's you know, seen as an art house film, and whatnot. Even though it is a Nazi exploitation film, my opinion. Um, but this one just takes that concept and just rolls with it, and just yeah, like no mercy. And that's what I like about it. It's like the truly trashy B grade version of um. um but yeah, obviously it doesn't end well for, for both the characters. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I think it's just a just brutal, just fun film with great characters, great acting. So yeah, it's it's, it's a bit of a hoot. What I think about. Like these kind of films as well is like the whole time I was watching this, I'm like, why is Solo held in such a high regard? Yet these films are so overlooked because to me, this is 
on level with Salo. Like, you know... Yeah. It's, you know... And, and like, let's face it, Salo is a fucking exploitation film. It, it's pure and simply an exploitation film. And people are like, oh, but it's so artistically shot. And it's like, this is artistically shot. This has got some great camera angles, you know. And it's got the um, stop frames too. There's a yeah. few stop frame moments yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. <coughs> I, I think, and they're overlooked, and it's, yeah, interesting because everyone's like, oh, Sailor's a masterpiece because it's about fascism and whatnot. But, uh, but all these films, like even these B-grade films, like the directors at the time were angry. They were trying to make a statement because Italy was going through a lot of turmoil in the 70s. And there was a lot of films, uh, not just this one, but a lot of films that dealt with uh, the political system at the time. So, yeah, for some reason, like, these, these ones get overlooked. But for some reason, like, Sailor, which is, you know, worst, in my opinion, in this film in terms of the content, uh, is is highly regarded, so it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. You know, like basically, all you have to do is say it's based off a piece of literature, which is very fucking roughly based off a piece of literature. <laughs> was it the Fred yeah. Nietzsche fucking really? quote at the start? Oh, the Fred Nietzsche quote at the start of Gestapo's last book. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but yeah, no, I I think it's a this is a good movie. Like it's. Yeah. It's not a great one or anything, you know, it's not one where I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch Gestapo's Last Orgy every year, you know, I'm probably not going to rewatch this for <laughs> many years to come. But, um, yeah, no, this is like a perfectly competent and nice looking film, you know. It's um, kind of the film that, like, you forget about, but then you rewatch and I'm like, how the fuck could I forget all this? And this is the other thing I've noticed with a lot of Nazi exploitation is they're not pro-Nazi. You know, and... and they make think, them look very bad. That's, like, the other thing is, is, like, people think they're pro-Nazi films. They're fucking not at all. Like, well, mm. none of the four I watched tonight no. to this podcast were pro-Nazi at all. They were, like... <clears throat> they're just showing how bad the Nazis were. And yeah, like, and sure, they're exploiting the facts, you know. Yeah. And I think maybe these films hate women more than they hate a lot of other things because it's, like, generally the yeah. main bad person is a woman and... Everyone getting tortured is a woman, mm. you know. But it's very against women. Yeah, <laughs> it hates women more than Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. And so, didn't John Lennon say that once? Women are the nigger of the world. I think he meant Jew. He <laughs> uh, said that. Yeah, there's a song. Women are the nigger of the world. <clears throat> That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, no, that VHS is. I want to Orgia del Fierica. Released in 1977. Band. So, there's a few fucking three people wrote it. Gestapo's. <coughs> Gestapo's. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, Caligula reincarnated as Hitler. Yeah, that was apparently an alternate title for this film. So maybe I think it might have been put as like a Caligula cash-in. Caligula reincarnated as Hitler. They're like, oh, we can make a just terrible. Yeah, because I feel I feel like that got a release over here. 
<clears throat> and one of those old sort of maybe like old school tapes, but definitely definitely not under the Scarpo's last orgy yeah. title. I really should talk to some of my VHS mates before I start recording podcasts, because Billy Jack will definitely be like, yeah, dude, that got released, like, Just the yeah. Yeah. yelling at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Was under video classics. <laughs> <laughs> video classics, It was a common one. <laughs> It was a carton release. A carton release. Yeah. You know what though? This possibly was a KNC or a Video Classics carton release. Yeah, but I, I, for some reason, it just, I feel like it. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it in my fingers. Because I, I, think, I remember seeing some of them carton releases, and you're like, "Fuck, this film got released in Australia on video. Fucking hell." <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy VHS anymore because I've completed this. Yeah. The VHS are for old men who are lonely. Yeah, as soon as I got all my Palace Explosive collection, I just threw them all in the bin. Yeah. Ah. Uh, They're not worth it. Remind me afterwards, I have to ask you something about the group and I want to know what was going on there. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I asked that question too. It's the same one. Yeah, I just put the the photo of the comic book guy with Homer eating the comic number one. No, dude, dude what are you doing? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> but I believe this is a film we should all watch as a family. One I, I, on think, I think this is a film that deserves praise. To be honest, it and. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's good. It's good. It's, it's a good, good fucking film. Yeah, it's solid. It's not boring. There's never a dull moment. Um, totally worth it Um, being on the 39. Yep, deservedly. Uh, like, I, I, I said, um, this is like Pasolini and Greenaway right here when they covered the woman in um, Cognac and set her on fire because it kind of reminded me of the, the thief that cooked the wife and her lover. Yeah. Like, literally, that final scene, like... And the way it was shot, too. Like, it literally looked like the final scene of the... Yeah. Or was the corpse on the... On the table. <laughs> and I think, like, directors like Peter Greenaway would have watched this film and, you know, been inspired to a certain extent. Yeah. 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 I can imagine he came across a little pre-cert video. Or, uh, I think it, um... I think it may have even got a cut... Theatrical release, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Might have. Because as well, he's an English director. You would have definitely heard of the... the, the see, this is where the um, prosecution was so ridiculous. Yeah. Is that it, it, it's put all of these films in a state of infamy, notoriety, and fame. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Fuck. No one would know Suicide Cult right now. No, no one. I'm wondering how, like, Severin even fucking got to know it. Or got to come by the rights or whatever. Just, like, you know, it would be... Well, they never would have if it wasn't on the list. That's the thing. That film would be completely dead. 
Yeah, well, David, uh, David Gregory, the Severin owners, they're, they're, they're English, they're British, so they grew up during this era, so they, that's why Severin has a lot of nasties, because David Gregory personally knows these video nasties off by hand, so, okay. uh, so one of their main goals is to try and get them all. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and David Gregory, like, talks a lot about them, and definitely, like, even said back then, he was, like, on the hunt for them. As soon as they were listed, he would be like... I thought Severin was a fucking um, American company. No, Severin's UK. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, they they are American company, but the the founder's British, so... Yeah, yeah. okay. So it's pretty interesting. They do do have a few UK releases, but, um, yeah, mainly US-based. Okay. Making a little bit of sense. So he's, like, trying to get the whole fucking... Every single... Um, nasty, is he? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the goal, because he, he's very fond of these, because I listened to him on an interview, so when he was, like, you know, a uh, teenager, he was, him and his friends were hunting these down on, um, while this video nasty scare was happening, so, um, yeah, so he, he knows them off by heart, so. Damn. Well, that kind of makes sense. I wonder what's next. Well, they've, they've ticked off a few. Fair decent amount. Yeah. Because yeah, what, what, how many nasties now are not available on DVD officially? There's a few, actually. There are a few. I'd say the least. Hmm. That, that, that'll be an interesting... 20. List, list to create, yeah. Because, like, Suicide Cult now is getting an official release. Yeah. And that was yeah, one that's... I thought, that's never going to get a fucking <laughs> official release. There's one of the slashes Honeymoon Horror that I've never... I think it's still on VHS. There's one called... Fucking, there's others. It's fucking that, um... Bikey one that's like a softcore porno that actually has only got a Desert Island release. Yeah. Everyone hated it except me. I was the only one that sang praise for it. The, uh, way out or wrong way? Wrong way. Wrong way. No. Wrong way. Wrong way. Yeah. Oh, that's probably only Desert Island. Yeah, I don't think that's got a release. Release it, Severin. Yeah. I'll buy it. Go on, Severin. I was the only one that liked that, it. Yeah, the fucking gang rape one. <laughs> like, yeah. So, well, it was so it's, weird. So giving Suicide Cold a 4K restoration with two cuts. I mean, come on, that's pretty royal for that film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is, is that actually what it's getting? Yeah, yeah, 4K restoration. <laughs> no, just fucking VHS rip it and dump it. <laughs> and that's all Jesus. it fucking deserves. What's next? There's going to be a fucking audio commentary from film historian Lee Gammon. <laughs> well, I think the director's heavily involved as well. So, you know, he's seen his masterpiece get released. Wow. Oh, this one's not released on DVD. Um, Grimm's Fairy Tales for Adults, which is a... Porno Snow White. Yeah, I still haven't seen that one. The Black Room, which I haven't seen a fucking copy of. I haven't found one. I've seen that on VHS, Black Room. Yeah. Um, the Black Room, is that the weird vampire one? Like, this, this, the uh, Black Room. Serial unfaithful businessman rents a spare room for two siblings to use for his sexual conquest, unaware that they're serial killers who murder every woman, every woman he bring there. Who murder every woman he bring there. 
That's exactly what it says. He murder every woman he bring there. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Who fucking wrote this? IMDb, you fucking <laughs> children. Me English? That's impossible. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's <laughs> those. Uh, what else was it? GBH still hasn't gotten a release. Oh, GBH was so good. <laughs> now that Severin needs release. GBH. Yes. Um, I didn't know we were in a fucking puff club. <laughs> I think Home Sweet Home. <laughs> this uh, isn't a puff club, but what are them two faggots doing over there? <laughs> I love that scene. That scene was like, I may, I'll never forget that. Oh, the dad's movie. The, your dad's watched the Charles Bronson movie and gone out and made one movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I actually love it. <laughs> That's my favourite video in <laughs> Um, yeah, there's only a Savage Oh, that fucking... Savage Terror? Yeah. That got released on the Voodoo Volume 2, but it's not its own release. It's with a bunch of other stuff. What was that other cannibal movie? Cannibals? That's got a release. Wow. Uh, Vengeance? Screen for Vengeance. I haven't seen that one. There's one that was called um, Home Sweet Home. I think I got that in American release. But it's fucking yeah, hard. Yeah, that, that hasn't got an official release. Home Toy Street Box? Box? That didn't, did it? Yeah, I've got that. It's on like a uh, grindhouse thing. Uh, yeah, Toy Box, yeah. I think it's a something weird release. Yeah, I've got it on a German thing. Um, fucking Gestapo's Orgy rating. This is like a good pizza. You know what this is? Real, this is a fucking aborted child. That looks like slow roasted beef with fucking slow roasted. Poured carrots. over a woman covered in cognac and set on fire. <laughs> just, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. What I'm gonna eat? I'm gonna eat slow roasted meat and potatoes poured on a woman with some cognac and set on fire. <laughs> some brisket. I'm eating that. Fuck yeah. I oh. love brisket. No. I love, I love, I love okay, eating brisket. Brisket, slow cooked pork. It's all fucking hell. All slow cooked meat is good. Man. Oh yeah. fucking hell! Leave it over there, like when you go to work and you come home. It's like you have to eat brisket though. What is brisket? You need is it to go. Like of... You need to go to Meat Maiden and order a brisket. And and yeah, if you want to cook it, you need an actual like slow cook, slow cooker, like an actual um, just keeps it nice and juicy for hours. Okay. Um, no, you need to go to Meat Maiden and get a brisket. Um, I, I went to Meat Maiden and it cost like $68 per person. And I was like, fuck, this is fucking ridiculous. And then I left a very happy man. <laughs> uh, uh, what's your rating for Gestapo's orgy? Mm, yeah, there's definitely some pork ribs. Mm. That's some tender. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Very, very good. A good movie. Um, confidently shot. And um, once again, I think it gets overshadowed by you know, films like The Night Porter and Sailor. But um, yeah, it's, it's very deserving to be up there. Yes, it is. Very, um, should be more renowned. Yeah, definitely. More respected. <clears throat> All right. What is next? Beast and Heat or SS Experiment of Camp? Well, let's just camp. do SS Experiment of Camp. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> I do want to actually talk about this film because this film was one of them films I'm like, fuck, this is so boring. Oh, okay, that bit was good. Oh, this is so boring. And then the end just bumped it up to almost masterpiece. Oh, damn. Of, like, shit, though. Like, a shit... <laughs> like, the room. Because he's like, what have you done with my balls? <laughs> yeah, that's right. His balls get, like, taken out of him and, like, cotton balls get put back in. Yeah, because the, the... He's just got a good penis and, like... The a fewer her leader. Right. And then there's a bit where he's trying to fuck his girlfriend and he's just crying because he can't get a boner. Yeah. And then he takes down the whole SS because they took his balls. Yeah. Uh, there's something amazing <laughs> just about that, how stupid that fucking plot is. <laughs> yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. At the end of World War II, prisoners of war are used to using experiments to perfect the Aryan race. So it's weird. They're using, like, prisoners to, like... Have sex. It's just like it's another sex exploitation, just more violent than fucking love camp. And they just get these soldiers to have sex with these women, and that's pretty. Yeah, good. this is like someone saw Love Camp Seven and said, "I can make that a better movie." Yeah, and they did. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't get around seeing this one, unfortunately. It's the one I missed. Ah, uh, it's all right. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a good. Watch. It's okay. It's skippable, but the, the one I would thi- suggest watching at least a highlights reel or something if there is one. The one thing that got this band was the cover art with the... Yeah, with the woman upside down. Woman upside down in a crucifix position. And yeah. in the um, Nasty's doco, they were talking about it. And because she was naked, you could see her boobs. Like There was like an edited release where they put a bra on her. Yeah. And the uh, so, the eighty eight because I've got the eighty eight Blu ray that uses the uncut artwork on the reverse. Yes, on the slick. But um, yeah, this is you know now that I'm thinking back on it, I can't remember much of it to be honest. But I just remember him being like, "Oh, where are my balls?" And then shooting all of the <laughs> SS officers. So, yeah, I respect it for that. Yeah, I'm trying to fucking remember. I mean, it's weird because I've got the um, the idiot films Blu-ray and I've seen it because I've opened it, I've obviously watched it, but I just, I can't remember a thing about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely one of them films that you're going to forget a lot about. Um, Like, I watched this last week, I think it was, and I'm trying to, like... It's really just, like, them having sex experiments and shit, and I think the doctor is, like, refusing to do some experiments as well. Yeah, but then they, they make him do him, it. Yeah. And he kills himself. And he helps the girls. Yeah. Helps the girls with the escape and shit. And I just remember that boiling hot tub, and, oh, yeah, and they make that boiling hot tub really cold, and the girls, like, freezing. Freezing, and then boiling, yeah. Yeah, they do that. They make him fuck in the tub. Yeah, they make him have sex in the tub. They make him have sex in, like, different things, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's fine. And this is probably my, um, third favourite, so, you know, it's just above Love Camp 7. Yeah. It's Love Camp 7, but a bit better, but still forgettable. <laughs> yeah. 
It's really just him taking down the whole SS because they took his balls. <laughs> um, which is great because I think that's relatable. Like any man can relate to that. Um, but yeah, this is probably like pretty offensive though because I, it's like he's like an SS guy and one of the Jews falls in love with him and then he can't come. So it takes down the whole SS. No one else does it, it's just him. He's just like, fuck you. Uh, here we go. But now, the BBFC later passed the film completely uncut in 2005 with the following comment. The content of the film is in fact very mild and poorly executed. If anything, it was the title of the film and its original packaging that led to difficulties rather than the content. So, there you go. The idea of the film may, of course, be offensive to some, but that is not a good enough reason to cut or reject it. We would only cut or reject a film for adults if the content was illegal or harmful. SS Experiment Camp is neither illegal or harmful, just tasteless. <laughs> so, yeah, that's and that's like another main reason, and that's just, they're proving their point too about the whole fucking... DPP list is like the only thing reason for it to be banned was the name and the title or the look of it not the actual content I so think some, just of the like, con- some of the content in this is definitely tasteless and yeah you know again it's naked Jewish women getting fucked and raped and shit that's half thing know. with exploitation stuff a lot of it's just tasteless yeah it's like let's just try and outdo the next person yeah. Because, like, you know, that movie yeah. made so much at the box office and that was intense. Fucking, I, I came up this? with a fucking sick theory in this film, though, that would have been fucking awesome. Because at one point I thought, wait, are they cutting out all the Jewish people's balls and putting, like, um, like, German testicles in the Jews? So that when the Jews fuck, they create, like, Aryan children? And I'm like, that's actually kind of amazing. And then you should write your own screenplay, guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, then I also thought, why would all the Germans give their balls to the Jews? That doesn't make any sense. It's like, mm. oh, I can't come. I'm come, Jewish come. They come, Jewish come. I'm going to kill myself. I cannot do <laughs> this. So there's a UK release by Black Horse Entertainment. This, this is, I just read this and it's weird. A second release was require, required as due to a production mistake. The film Love Camp, starring Laura Jemshir, was on the DVD instead. This first version can be identified by the stills of Laura Jemshir on the back cover. Mm. So somewhere there's a copy of like this film with Laura on the back cover. Laura Jemshir. Ah. Amazing. And he's like, okay. But I must admit... This was one of the first, like, when I started looking up film span in Australia as a teenager, and I remember actually being, like, seeing the cover for this and being like, that is the most offensive fucking thing I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it fucking, it's a, it's a good, potent cover. Yeah. Like, if you want something that goes like, oh, hello, this is it. But I remember, like, what I, like, painted in my head that these films would be. It's like, when you finally got around to seeing it, you're like, oh. Yeah, some of them are like, oh, was that it? Just, yeah, just an example of the lyric video art of the time. Yeah. Video art is all is what makes a film. 
Video yeah. art is part of the reason I love film and hate it. <laughs> it's been a little kid and you're like, oh wow, this looks, oh fuck, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah. And then you still spend like, you know, $280 on it, on video when you're a fucking 30 year old man. <laughs> yeah. And the, the movie shit, yeah. Ah. Uh, but. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Can't think much. Yeah. It. Just fucking whatever. Watch it. It's alright. Bit better than Love Camp 7. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's better than Love Camp 7. But uh, it's still no. Beast in Heat or Gestapo's Last Orgy. No. Which are the top two. Which. So, in fact, we'll jump into a rating for SS because I'm like. This is like. This is like your cold spaghetti, but it's got butter in it this time. <laughs> Spag- in the SS stands for spaghetti sauce. <laughs> Can I have some. That's spaghetti. like at work. At work, because I work for the Salvation Army and we work for the Salvo Stores, our login is SS. Salvo Stores. And I, like, actually, like, feel like going, maybe, if they not thought about this, like, SS, Salvo Stores. But I kind of think it's sick. So it's like, what do you do? Christian community are actually I work for the SS. Oh, no. Rusty comedy classics. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. That doesn't look good. <laughs> <coughs> oh, it's a masterpiece. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably give this, like, yeah, spaghetti, but with a bit of bolognese sauce on it. <laughs> but it's still not perfect. It's like, you know, there's no, there's no, <laughs> parm- no parmigiana. <laughs> um, Excuse me. Yeah, it's a little bit cold. <laughs> and a little bit Just of like oil me. oil on the bottom of the plate. You know that fucking oil when you order like spaghetti or something sometimes. And you're like, why is there so much oil in it? <laughs> yeah. Mm. <clears throat> what about you, John? No, you didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see this one. Uh, but I, I have seen it, apparently, according to my, my letterbox, I saw it. But... Um, but, and I have it unsealed, so I just can't remember a thing. And, and this Blu-ray came out in 2015, so it's been a good five years, so I, I can't remember a thing. I'll, I'll definitely rewatch it, though, just for the ending, from what yeah. I'm hearing. Did you, um, did you review it on your letterbox? Uh, no, it's funny, because I, I didn't give it a rating, just, it was marked as watched. So yeah. I, um, I think that's when I first got on letterbox, like five years ago, and I wasn't rating him, so uh, <laughs> it's one I'll have to rewatch and give a rating to. Yeah. Thing when I first jumped on Leatherbox, I was just like, okay, I've seen these movies, but I'm not going to fucking rate them, so I was like, watch, watch, yeah. watch. That's what I was doing, I was going on a watch rampage. Yeah, I've done that a fair bit. Yeah. I still do it sometimes, like, you'd be like, hey, I've seen that film. Oh, fucking, there's some films I'm just like, how have I not ticked this off? Yeah, no, I was going to. Yeah, same. It's like, I've seen Raising Arizona, like, three times, so how can it still be Yeah, unwatched? so nowadays, when I watch a movie, I go through, like, the director, and the, the like, three main yep. actors, usually. Yep. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've, it says I've only watched, you know, 2,000 films, but I've definitely watched way more than that. I just haven't had the time to go through and find each one. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I know, right? You know, we fucking... We did it on Facebook, too, so I've got, like, fucking... Yeah, I have to go through my Facebook ones. Actually. Yeah, I know, right? I've got, like, 1,500 films there. Just and I was like, fuck, I should tick them off. <laughs> I'd have quite a lot marked off on my old IMDb account, which I forgot my login to, so fuck it. Mate, I'm on... I'm logged Same. in at the moment. Yeah, IMDb used to be good. It's just... Uh, just shit now. <laughs> I don't like it, yeah. Mm. And when they took the boards away, that's when I lost interest. Because the boards had some interesting shit on there. Like, you'd have discussions from people actually made the film. And they're gone. They're long gone. They got rid of them all. So Yeah. Shit. Plus, as well, the thing I hate about IMDb, like, as much as I hate sometimes letterbox community, because it's like, oh no, cinema. Um... The fucking IMDb community was just filled with, like, mum's name, Karen, being like, I don't know. And you're like, you fucking serious, you dumb cunt? Like, you know, just, like, casual film watchers reviewing a film. And I remember when I cracked the shits with Letterboxd, it was actually when I was reading reviews for the movie Tyrannosaur. And it's like, turned it off after one minute because he kicks his dog's ribs in. And shit like that, and it's just like people like, fuck, fuck this movie, what a fucking vile piece of shit. Yeah. Didn't watch it, but it's yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck shit. Although write a one, one line little comedy, like joke essentially, and it gets like a million likes. Yeah, like, I know, right? Yeah. A little bit yeah, annoys but... me like that, like the only way people like it, I was like, oh, I say, yeah, they just write this comedic line and everyone just loves it yeah like one of the highest rated I must admit I laughed um reviews for Parasite was another hit from the bong (laughs) 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 and I was like that's actually great but come on like top rated review like this is the most watched film on Letterboxd yeah yeah Uh, it's always the one liners that win yeah and those people will have like, and, and you know, it's, I, I don't know, you begin to get the shits in letterbox, I get followed, and you got the person's account following 11,400 people, you're like, oh my god, who the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. And then you get people like, um, Lucy on letterbox or whatever. Fuck, she's yeah. fucking That retired. Patreon, fuck her. She's a- yeah, the Patreon, and she's given every movie five stars. Yeah, and then oh, she's just so fucking... Problematic, fuck man. She gives him, she gives five stars to any film that's directed by a woman. I saw this movie called Lady Bird. Five stars, man. <laughs> fuck, I hated Lady Bird. <laughs> Same. It's so bad though when you like get people arguing with you as well on Letterboxd because you actually gave your general review and there was nothing to do about gender politics or anything like that. And it's like, fucking sexist piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just... Didn't like your fucking movie, I'm sorry. It's annoying, it's like IMDb is for kids, but Letterboxd is just for arsehole cinephiles <laughs> that are just like, yeah, I've watched Godfather 2. Th- that's like I said, Cats would have got a positive review on Letterboxd if it was directed by a woman and someone had a dig at me. <laughs> and said that if it was directed by What's Her Name, it would definitely get negative reviews. And I said, Little Women is already in the top 150. Off. Yeah, look at look in like it's already in the top one fifty on Letterboxd. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, come on, that's not going to be a classic film remembered for fucking centuries to come. No fucking way, it's already forgotten. Let me guess, is the Avengers film in there too? I wouldn't be surprised. I think there is an Avengers film in there, yeah. yeah. See, I just can't do... Fuck films. I'm quitting. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've always had problems with those, those sort of websites. I remember the day when The Dark Knight was number one on IMDb. And, and yeah, it's a, it's a good film. Don't get wrong. I like The Dark Knight, but it's not fucking number one film of all time. But it was up there for ages. Like, the fanboys just went to town. Ten stars. And it knocked off, like, all the great films. And I was like, my God. Mm. So, and, and that list has been... I don't know, that list on IMDb, the top 100, it's purely opinionated. I don't know. Yeah, the same with the Letterbox one, though, but I think, I actually think, like, well, Parasite is a fucking good movie. Yeah. Um, it is, yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to stay in the top place forever. No way. No. I don't think it's deserving of the top place. To no way, it's not the greatest film of all time. Fuck no. Like, it's a great film. It's yeah. going to be... You know, it's going to be in lists of, like, the best films of the past decade and past year and all that, but not, like, as, like, cliche as it is, Godfather's still going to fucking be... If I had watched it last year, it would have made my top ten, but it wouldn't have made my number one. Like, I still liked at least four other films more than that. Yeah, like, yeah. You still watch Cats fucking more than Parasite? Yeah, I love Cats. I'll I'll buy Cats again. And I'll watch it every day. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) But that's also the other thing with the letterbox community I found it's very bandwagon. Mm. It's super bandwagon. It is, jump on. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's like killed a lot of films. Like, yeah, look, don't get me wrong, Cats is not a well-made film. Mm. But I also think Cats had some great set design. If you're a fan of the original musical, it hits the spot. It's definitely not a, like, one-star fucking half-a-star film. Yeah. And all these guns are all half a star. Like they obviously need to see some bad fucking cinema. Before they start uh, I feel like a lot of people need to be exposed to actual, legitimately bad cinema. Yeah, yeah and it was, it was cool to hate on cats, essentially. Um, yeah. yeah, like people yeah. haven't even seen it, and they're giving it half a star, and they're like, "Don't haven't seen it." Same with like that's my boy. They're like, "Fuck this movie! I watched ten minutes of it, and it didn't make me laugh half a star." I like, yeah. fuck you. Sure, sure. No. Yeah. That's why I gave That's My Boy five stars, and I actually said in my review, this isn't a five-star movie, but if people can fucking watch ten minutes of it and give it half a star, I'm going to give it some love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Lebox is very bandwagon-y. Like, what a, yeah, even when it goes popular this week, or like, you know, forces, pushes them in your face, like, these are trending, so... Yeah, go uh, watch Sonic the Hedgehog, kids. Uh, <laughs> I am thinking of seeing that, though. I'll maybe just wait till DVD. Hmm. Sweet, the base in heat. Yeah. This was... Exploitation. This is up there with, like, blood-sucking freaks for pure exploitation level. Yeah. It's... It's that. It's just because of that one man in the cage and his fucking feast for women. Sal Boris, yes. yeah. And he's Rick. eating pubes. But even then, there's, like, one scene where it goes around the room... There's a woman getting her pussy electrocuted. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then all these people getting like fucking tortured or raped, and yeah. then Sal so, so Boris just eats a woman's pubes, and you're like, "This is fucking great." Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking full on. And there's that woman with like it was like like a tub of what was it like 
that bucket on her stomach of fire. Oh, with oh. the guinea pigs in it. Was it yeah, guinea rats. pigs. That's right. Yeah, that's anyway. Yeah, just like well, eat free your flesh, which, mind you, was done in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, they ripped it off. The fat guy, I think he's Bobby from um, Sons of Anarchy, the fat guy who plays Elvis. He yeah, gets a bucket, that. metal bucket and a rat to put on his stomach and they just like get a blowtorch and light the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that was actually a torture technique. Yeah. They used to put like rats in a cage on a person's stomach and the rat would eat their way through. Yeah. To get it up. Yes, they would if you tormented it enough, it will find a way. But well, where's my but the guinea pigs makes it even better. It's like we couldn't even yeah. get rats. They, no, they probably could have got rats, and they're like, "Oh, we need bigger rats." Get guinea pigs. You have a guinea pig. Yeah, guinea pig. It's a beautiful uh, senior female SS officer slash doctor. Doctor creates a genetic mutant human human beast. The beast is rapacious. Squat, mangaloid sex fiend, which she uses to torture and molest female prisoners while the Nazis watch. And while she, like, slowly touches Nazi boys, too. Yeah, I love that as well. get hard, Nazis. Does this excite you? And he's like, oh, very much. And she's like, you fucking pig, you cannot be excited. You always need to be ready. Yeah. But that's what I mean by, like, all these directors hated women. It's like women getting tortured and just the biggest cunt in the room, like the biggest fucking asshole is this woman. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Who actually gets raped by the beast at the end, which is kind of great. Yep. Yes, she does. She gets her own yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, her own experiment. And uh. the, the funny thing with this film is like as ex- exploitation as it is in the camp, the outside story of like the the village is like a proper war film and yeah, it's actually yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a whole flip side of like I mean, yeah, the fucking it's kinda cool when the Nazi dude throws the baby up in the air and shoots it with a machine gun and shoots a lot. Yeah, but it, yeah, it, it, But like still the uprising and all that is full And I remember when I was really watching it with Nathan, I'm like, I know I've watched this film before and I swear it was just set in a basement with fucking Sal Burris just raping women. <laughs> That's all I can remember. Like, yeah. I just sort of seem like... <laughs> the whole film. Yeah. But yeah, then I was like, dude, this is actually, like, almost a proper war film. And the ending is kind of beautiful. Because mm. he walks off with his love, who's, like, and his fucking whole family's been bombed, and then he just walks off into the explosions. Yeah. And it's actually, like... Like, it's so hard to explain because it's like, yes, this is exploitation, and yes, this isn't a nice fucking movie, mm. but this isn't pro-war. This is this movie isn't pro-war. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's it's got stuff to say. I think Beast in Heat actually, it's it's kind of like a Star Wars Last Orgy, and it, it does actually kind of have something to say. And people are just like. Oh, yeah, I remember him eating the chick's pubes. Which, of course, that's going to stick in your head forever. <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah, I think this does have some nicer points to it, this movie. 
Yeah. It's always funny when, like, things are this exploitational that, like, somehow you can find points. It's like, you know what? That's actually correct. It's these... It makes sense there. Well, yeah. It's like Cannibal Holocaust. I think that's the perfect example, example. of, like... Exploitation film going above exploitation and being a damn fucking good movie. Mm. Yeah. And having a message. Who are the real cannibals? <laughs> yeah, and it's so in your face that message. Like, it's not subtle. Nah. They nah. didn't even need to say that fucking line. No, they didn't. Not at all. But it's, yeah, it's also just a beautifully made film with a beautiful soundtrack. Yeah, Beast, Beast in Heat. And I remember being really fucking disappointed as a kid. Not as a kid, though. Um, I went into Polyester and I bought SS Experiment Camp, which is this movie. Um, it cost me ten bucks, which is real fucking good for back in that day. Mm. And I was like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to see a giant gorilla monster raping women. And then I'm like, what? It's just some really fucking hairy Italian dude. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that, that cover artwork with the beast, that's, uh, definitely doesn't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like the beast in heat. It's like, it's going to be a fucking monster. Raping yeah, it's going to be like a, a Yeti or something. Yeah. Chasing me. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's good. Like I said, I've, this, this was actually my first watch and I feel like, yeah, it's, it's very odd. It's like, yeah, it's like two films in one. It feels like there's this very solid adventure war film on the outside and then there's this you know you know sort of e-grade exploitation i don't know it feels like the director wanted to make a i don't know maybe a war adventure film and then the producer's like nah nah we need to make this exploitation chuck in a random monkey thing that rapes women i don't know so it, it feels very disjointed but it works it works surprisingly well and it's, it's never a dull moment and uh yeah I, I enjoyed it quite a bit and it was pretty terrific at times but yeah it was good it's entertaining and that's what we want. We always want something that's entertaining. Because else it's just going to be shite. It would actually be great if, like, this guy made this, like, you know, war film. And then the producer's like, I don't know, it needs more raping tits. Yeah, that's what and it feels like. Yeah. It, it, you it, want raping tits? I'll give you fucking raping tits. Uh, yeah, it does actually feel like that. It's like... It's almost like he's recounting his, like, childhood in this small Italian village that's, you know, getting fucked up by the Nazis, and, yeah, and then he's just like, oh, you know what? It would be good if we had a, a, a rip. <laughs> yeah, a rip with the big yeah. monkey man. <laughs> monkey rip. <laughs> monkey rip. Oh, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, like, and it feels like some of the most when tucked in, like, you know, when the soldier person and puts his gun... You know where kind of shoots it. It's, yeah, uh, that's why we were talking about that today because I'm um, kind of forgot. Yeah. Like, there was, I swear there was a right point the, where like a right, vagina right was shot. Yeah, right in the bush. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? It's, <laughs> I I don't get these films. Like, they're very women hating and Nazi hating. I'm like, it's a weird, like, um. Demographic. I'm like, yeah, I understand not hating Nazis, but like hating women and torturing the fuck yeah. out of them. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You think the vagina is sexual, or is it sexual when I shoot it with a fucking submachine gun? Yeah. Okay. But um, 
Yeah, as you said, it's different with the, um, it feels disjointed, but not. That's two complete stories, different stories in the one film. Check my car. <coughs> um, do you first watch? Fuck, I've seen this a couple of times. But yeah, with the same with Simon, I always just kind of remember, um, Sal Boris, and I'm just like, yeah, I remember Big Hairy Eight Man. But what else happened in that film? Mm. Yeah, surely can't be that for. Uh, <laughs> it's really. Tiny uh, yeah, I know, right? It's just these films, it's like, some, there are some parts that are like, are so extreme that, like, when you rewatch it, you're like, how could I forget that? That's, like, intense and very, um, confronting. And you say, I've completely forgot all about that. It's yeah. Like, it's like, why would I forget a fucking Nazi soldier sh- throwing a baby in the air and shooting it with a submachine gun? I'm like, that's amazing. And that shit happened. Hmm. Like, that shit happened. I don't know if you ever read that book, Ali. We had to read it for school. Mm. But it um, talks about how, like, the German soldiers just ripped apart babies with, like, pitchforks and shit like that. And just ripped them apart. Like, just, like... Really? They tug of war and just, like, literally yeah. rip babies in half. Huh. Jeez. God damn. I'm gonna put that in my film about Nazis. Like, you give me the baby, I get you. Vikings used to do it too, though. There was a Viking called Baby Lover. <laughs> and he used to, like, throw babies up in the air and catch them on his sword and shit like that and then eat them. <laughs> I yes. want it a baby. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, ribs. Get in my belly. Get in my belly. I want you in my ballot. Um, the fucking who's no oh, what fucking I lost it. Who was the director of this? Um, it's a guy. Um, fucking where was I? What was this film called? The Beast. Oh, I fucking, um, and I, I just have to say it's good that Severin used the original video art, which is great. Classic the beast chain. Ah, oh, yes, the you know, because that kind of gives a different impression. It's like, oh, yeah, he is really here. He's like Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This guy, he has directed. That's what I wanted to figure out. What he else he's directed? Excuse me. He, yeah, it looks like he did a, a Django. Um, yeah, that was Kill Django. Yeah, later Django, The Devil's Wedding Night, which isn't a bad gothic sort of Dracula film, Italian. Um, okay. Yeah, it's got a mix of a lot of westerns and like, yeah, vampire movies, like Dracula movies. A lot of westerns. Yeah. Horrifying experiments in the last days of the SS. Oh. What's that one? The Beast in Heat. That's what it says on the f- cover. That's what it says on the, yeah, on the Severn one. It goes, warning. This cassette contains disturbing scenes and is not suitable for viewing by children. Strictly <laughs> adults only. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. The fucking 
female woman coming out, I'm just like, I, I feel like this is after Ilsa because as soon as Ilsa came out, we're just like, okay, we need strong female fucking yeah, German like officers. When, when the guy's tied up, she's just like humping him and he's covered in blood. That's it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole row of the guys and they're just hanging and Gold shit. And she's just there in like her hat, a tie, and she's naked and just like that's that's a fetish right there. Someone's got a yeah. fetish from that. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck. That shot in Italy, nineteen seventy seven little film. Uh well Interesting, yeah, this thing where he's done. Uh, the, the Luigi Bazzella. Yeah, it looks like he's done like yeah, war films, westerns. So yeah, look, you can see his influence definitely with the the more of the the war adventure side of the film. So yeah, he's done done a bit of a mix. Mm, he has, hasn't he? I did like that. I did a quick little look up. There was a, a lot, lot of westerns, westerns, a lot of westerns, a lot of westerns, westerns yeah. In his early days. Uh, it looks like he was a an actor as well. So he acted in uh, 20 films. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting, yeah. Uh, US Blu-ray from Severin Films misses out the screen from the start on the intro titles and uses the shorter version of the credits. But it is otherwise completely uncut. Which ones are? Severin. Also, the title on the print is Horrifying Experiments of the SS Last Days. And the intro titles are in English. Mm, yeah, I wonder where they sourced it from. Uh, they, I mean, it looks pretty good. Pretty damn good. Mm. Yeah, it looks good. But you can tell when there's like inserted war scenes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that he's probably got from like I think maybe possibly training footage or other films. Just dips. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking this is. It's a release. Yeah. It's just. I'm not reading that. Yeah. One thing I like about Severance how they yeah they recreate the old video art very well for their releases. Like, it literally looks like a, a VHS box. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Because the version I've got is um, on v- DVD. Have look, who, who released on DVD? I'm grabbing it now. It's got like a grind. SS Hell Camp, it's on Minerva Horror Club. Uh, okay. What fucking release have I got? And this has got a um, special liner notes booklet. Exclusive oh, photo SS gallery. Hell Camp. SS Hell Camp theatrical oh. trailer and widescreen presentation. I had this release years ago. This, oh, I didn't think they were the same movies. This is um, Shriek Show, I think. If memories. This one I've got is in Shriek Show. 
It's Exploitation Digital. There's, okay. There's okay. a release that's um by Full Moon Pictures, which I've got, which is the that's Full like... Moon Grindhouse Collection, and you got an intro by um Charles Band about him. Um, the reason why he started this whole um grindhouse—it's got nothing to do with the film. Actually, he's just got like a five, ten-minute intro of him. Like, I so I just grew up watching these films, and you know, we loved the Bush. Like, Bush is amazing, and yeah. so we made all this grindhouse film collection, and this is one of them. So I hope you enjoy. It's like, thank you. And don't forget, guys. Okay, I've got boxes of VHS. Original, I swear. I swear. <laughs> I found them in the warehouse. They're, they're legit. They're legit. Uh, don't forget, guys, there's still plenty um, releases of um, Killjoy 3, okay? So please buy it. It's a great film. We Kill- found it. We found original copies from the <laughs> 80s. Alright, so Killjoy 3, everyone. Get on it. And and they're only, you know, seventy nine ninety five US delivered. Yeah. This is a bargain, people. It will only happen once um, in a lifetime. We're releasing what's it called on Blu-ray, but it's not actually fucking the full movie, and it's a fucking cut version. Is this tourist trap? Tourist trap, dude. I've got like the BSV copy of that on DVD, and I think that's more uncut than the fucking. But hang on, we found it, and we're gonna release a new edition. For only $39.95. <laughs> $39.95. Charles Band, I actually kind of respected until that VHS Wizard video shit. The and VHS I, fiasco? Yeah, I lost a lot of respect. That's what I'm just like, you're actually a fucking scumbag. Fuck <laughs> yeah. And then, and there's a guy to the YouTube video, like, you can see this, like, because it's a photocopy, you can see, like, the stickers they peeled off, and you can see the sticker residue yeah. uh, from, from a copy they scanned. That's amazing. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. That's, yeah. that's, that's also fucking that's terrible. That's the thing, though, like... Oh, like, you can't fuck with V8. You can't fuck with, like, collectors. Because they, they know. know. They know. Uh, there is, and they can even tell that the colour tones, the printing, you can tell. Like, Ari Richards was telling me recently that they helped put a fucking poster seller in jail. What? <laughs> Uh, what, like, they put a post... Oh, look, yeah, yeah, because... So like, he, was, he was printing fraud, like, fake. He was printing, like, Bride of Frankenstein and, um... Holy... Frankenstein posters and selling them as originals for millions of dollars. Fuck, I Okay, okay, that's a whole different level. Yeah, um... Yeah, and this guy got, like, six, six years. Jeez, because that's legit fraud. It was legit, like, fraud. And they got him on postal fraud as well because of him posting them. So, um, yeah, like, this wow. guy, yeah, I'm trying to find out more, more details on him. He's from, from England. Goddamn. But yeah, he legitimately was like a real scumbag. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm like, it's okay to fucking make your own fake copies and shit and sell them and go, look, these are repros, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah, and sell um, them cheap. Yeah. God damn. God damn. But yeah, when you're, like, selling shit, 
you know, as a legitimate fucking thing for that amount of money. Like, if I found out one of my, like, you know, not that I that it would ever happen, but if I found out one of my tapes was a repro, like, slick. Oh, yeah. fuck. It's a photocopy. Yeah. Job. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's dodgy. It's... Yeah, collectors can tell on the spot. I don't know if he thought that he was just targeting a bunch. Like, I don't know what he thought. Like, they wouldn't even notice, but they picked up. And they, yeah, that, that that could have went further. Seriously, if someone actually legit raised the money for a lawyer, like fuck, that would have been interesting. Yeah, because like yeah, that that's the thing though. Like um, yeah, like I can tell. You know, it's like, and apparently one guy was like, "This paper stops different." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically how they got him, and then they just kept on, like, investigating these posters and going, this thing's different. Jesus. Yeah. But, like, the guy actually put money into these repros. Yeah. Yeah. But, Made to get the, probably get the paper just right. Yeah, he was, like, apparently, like, a bee's dick off, like, it being almost done. But there was like a serial number or something, and that's all. It was like it was really complicated how they fucked him, but they fucked him. Jesus. And Ari was saying that it was like also the some of the like they used T's board that he created mm. on the internet to fuck him as well. To, in the in court, they used it in court documents because it like said that he'd sold them for like eight thousand dollars and shit like that. Well you would though, I mean those that classic era posters, yeah, they're they're highly designed. They're and if right. you think about it right, if you're reproducing them it's gonna be mint brand new condition, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you had a mint brand new condition evil in the woods or a Jekyll and Hyde portfolio, you could almost name your price on those. Yeah. yeah it's just a lot harder to reproduce a whole videotape than it is a poster. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't even feel fishy about, like, a fucking poster that's still in mint condition that's, like, an original, like... It's quite much, It's quite a lot easier to get an original like mint even, condition poster. Even they, if, they, they, you know, it's going about yeah. Frankenstein, like, that's fucking, you know, 70 years old. 80 years old. Yeah, that's, you want that's a fucking... Which, uh, what doesn't have any folds in it or anything? That's why I love Ari. Ari's I like, oh, I love that you put your posters up, you know... And it, I'm like, yeah, I know. It's like I spent $80 on this mid condition poster and then put fucking blue tack on it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but it's getting used. He's like, it's what it's fucking meant for, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of hate it when people buy VHS tapes just to fucking look at. Even though I do do it myself. But, you know, like, there's people out there that will be like, I'll never ever play this tape. It's going to, like, remain in pristine condition. So it's a bit sad. A little bit sad. Are they saying their VHS is a piece of shit then? Because it might fuck it up. Um, reviews for Beast. Oh, I'd say it's a fucking bunch of pubes. <laughs> Bloody pubes. It's like when your mum makes a really nice spaghetti, but you get one of the pubes in it, and you're like, fuck, mum. I thought this was for after. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, this is... This is... 
fucking, I don't know. It's just, I'm just going to eat it. Oh, that's good. I'm just going to eat a vagina. Cause no, it's, a, it's just eating pussy. <laughs> it's eating a <laughs> vagina. Good. A good pussy. Not stinky. It's like a fucking nice tasting pussy. Mm, no tuna. Yeah. They <laughs> have bumblebee tuna. Yes, this is, um... You shit, I don't know. How to rate these films? What do you rate them? Vagina. It's just boobs and vagina. It's just boobs and bush. Yeah. This is the boobs, bush and beast fucking film. Blood, boob, beast, yeah. Yeah, that's what Joe Bob would say. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I just feel like eating pasta, to be honest. I'm just fucking have pasta for everything. Pasta, you can do so much with a pasta. You can have it cold and shit. You said before, or you can just have a really fucking amazing. Pubes on top. You can have pu. You can <laughs> grate some pubes. Snip them up real fine. Get the butcher knife. Like parsley. Yeah, exactly. Pubesley. Yeah, you do. You just like rub it in your hands. And you just... <laughs> they get all tangled, so it's just a bunch. You do a pubey. Pubey. Pubey and just rub, fall bae. down your hand. <laughs> Alright, that's it for the podcast. I'm fucking over it. <laughs> I'm so I'm so ready for bed. I'm gonna crash my car. I feel like it tonight. I feel like crashing the car. What yep. are we gonna do next? I was thinking. Can we do a fucking good movie? Oh no, not the Casabas I saw. You wasn't a bit. Well, I was thinking if we do some Paul Nashy. Oh fuck! Fuck sake! <laughs> that's like the opposite of what I said. <laughs> You know what though, I am going to buy that Al Adamson box set, <laughs> and I'm probably going to watch Satan Status, and Dracula vs. Frankenstein, and be like, fuck, why did I spend $250 on this fucking box set? Why am I watching a lawyer fighting some guy? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, Al Adamson though, that doco was fucking great. Mm. Oh, I, I saw it, it went up on Prime, I watched it, it was amazing. How good is it, man? Oh. And it, it celebrates them as well. Yeah, um, it's it's not it's not it's not hanging shit on him like fucking electric boogaloo did with cannon, and it's like yeah. you just hate the yeah, fucking. It's world. like you believe these guys did. Like, yeah, I mean it, it celebrated, and you know he said it perfectly. He's like, you know, we make movies for the average you know audience. Like we're not trying to make award-winning films. So yeah, yeah. I, I respect I respect his films and. It's good context going into that box set because you've got 32 films to go through, so... Yeah. I don't know if I And that doco it. shows all the good bits. Yes. <laughs> Which wasn't enough to make a full runtime for the doco. <laughs> that doco's fucking good, though, man. It's fucking, like, a crazy story, man. And, mm. yeah, it's unbelievable what happened to the guy. It's actually really sad. And it's also really fucked up. Like, I remember I was, like, totally in... When, like, that guy starts talking about aliens and shit. And you're just like, what? 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 Are you trying to say that Al Adamson's had fucking, like, conversations with intellectual space beings? Yeah. You're not meant to talk. Yeah, it's, like, fucking crazy. It's like, whoa. And and that that, that woman, she was like, oh, yeah, when you see their eyes, you can tell, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was pretty out there. But uh, I hope they get to release those films he made as uh, UFO ones, maybe. Yeah, maybe true. Yeah, because it's actually not every um, 
It's every released Al Adamson film except for those films, isn't it? Yes, yeah, they've got a theatrical. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, well, you don't like Paul Nashy? I haven't seen a lot of Paul Nashy, to be honest. I've seen, like, maybe one Paul Nashy film. <laughs> Well, if we do Paul Nashi, we're gonna run out of fucking thirty-nine. One of his is in the thirty-nine. Werewolf in the Eddie. Eddie. Ah. So what? How many films does he have? Three. So you can do like three weeks. Next, another three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Done. Yeah, I'm down for three weeks. Three weeks is great for me. It works. Yep, I'll I'll see him over through. So yeah, I'll see him all. That means I'm going to just watch one a week and I don't have to, you know, um, fucking smash them all in two weeks and then just smash them all in the last day of the day. <laughs> yeah. And you just, like, feel shit about the whole genre until it's like, I'm done. Uh, yeah. Now she wants next. Yeah. I'll probably join you on first. Hey! Oh, join. Do you have the Scream Factory releases? Because there's two that... I had, but I sold mine to Kiri. Ah, oh, so Kiri's got them. I don't know. So Kiri has one. Like, volume one, that's one I had. I don't own any of them, and I don't know if Nathan does or anyone in this house, oh. so I can't watch them, so... So, one of them is like Werewolf that. Woman, which is, um, Raro Video, released on DVD. Okay. And then, yeah, yeah Blue Eyes of a Broken Doll, which I think is on one yeah, of the Nathan volumes. And yep. Werewolf on the Yeti is on one of the, yeah, the Screen Factory Collection one. I can't remember. One's on Volume 1 and one's on Volume 2. Oh, so I'm Blue Eyes of the Broken Doll's great. Oh. oh, for those of you listening at home, the guy who made the post, his name was Kerry Haggard. You can Google him. He's full He's full there. He's full there. Kerry Haggard. I'm going to... Shout out to Kerry Haggard and shout out to Willie Riley. Riley. I'm going to call this podcast, uh, Kerry Haggard Podcast. Fuck yeah. Done. I'm out. I'm oh, go oh, crash yeah. my car. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Peace.